What is up, everybody? Welcome. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. My buddy John is here with me today, and we are talking about Jalen Carter news. Uh, players are in Indianapolis. They're being interviewed. Their whole NFL combine is happening, and lo and behold, some um, what seems like pretty ridiculously devastating news is released, but we're going to get into, is it really that devastating? What exactly happened? What exactly has Jalen Carter been charged with? And what does it all mean for the University of Georgia? All that and more coming up today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. John from uh, famously from John Tweet Sports on Twitter at John Tweet Sports, maybe the biggest uh, Georgia Twitter celebrity there is these days. I mean, he's getting media requests left and right. Like, I mean, I think Anderson Cooper called him this morning, wanted to know if he could come on real quick and do a quick spot. But he's here on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, home where he belongs, John. Uh, welcome. How you doing today, sir? Hey, listen, I'm doing great. I have two safe spaces. Okay. <laughs> Twitter.com. Yep. And the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. That's right. Do you have all a safe, other media? Do you have a safe word in case we get to that point in the show today? Will uh, will, will that be needed? No, my safe oh. word is just a, lar- a loud groan, and I disappear off oh. of the screen. So. Wow. All right. I feel like I regret that I asked you already, <laughs> um, uh, John. It's a it's a weird day to be yeah. a Georgia fan. Uh, Clint and I famously in our pre-production meetings get on here. Uh, the, what nobody gets to see. We should start recording our pre-production meetings and releasing it as a separate podcast because I feel like uh, the comic, like the comic value of that, would be would be <laughs> worthwhile. Clint and I in our pre-production meetings for months have just been moaning about the fact that there's no news. There's nothing, Jordan, there's yeah. nothing to talk so, about. There's no So content. you've been using my safe word for months is what you just told me. That is correct. Okay, we We didn't even realize that, but we, like, immediately all actions were ceased towards you, okay. like, all Perfect. the time. Okay, got it. So, um, and now, lo and behold, we do get some content. We do get something to talk about. And we don't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's it's dumb and it's ridiculous and there's not a lot of facts and information out there. But let's start there because um, we're going to get to Jalen Carter and what actually happened and, and, and what he's been charged with and all that. But first of all, let me say that if you're a member of the media and you... It, and particularly, I'm looking at you, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, and let's be honest, nobody has ever mistaken the AJC with an objective journalistic outlet. No one has ever made the mistake of confusing the AJC with with that. But if you're Mark Bradley or Chip Towers, there's a narrative out there that's being spun by the AJC that that now after all this has happened, it's it's time that we hear from Kirby Smart. 
John. This is the this this is the quote from Mark Bradley that's yes. being purported by the AJC and all yes. of its uh, little lackeys. It's time that we hear from Kirby Smart because, and I will just to clarify, because a non a a non member of the UGA football team, correct, committed a misdemeanor. Correct. That happened on the same night as as when uh, a, a staffer and a football player, neither of which any of us have ever met or had anything to do with, n- neither of which have ever impacted our personal lives. We've never had a one-on-one conversation with. Mm-hmm. We have never related to in a real human world. They passed away, lost their lives tragically. And another person who we've never met or interacted with in any way, shape, or form uh, committed two misdemeanors on that Mm -hmm. same night. And now it's time for a fourth person who we've never met or had any face-to-face personal interactions with. It's time for him to explain to us what has exactly happened because, by God, we deserve it, John. We deserve to know all the gruesome details of a night when two two people two young people tragically met their end that's what the AJC would have you believe that we mm-hmm. the the just random public mm-hmm. deserve all of the gory details of mm-hmm. this tragic event that has mm-hmm. really nothing to do with us in any way, shape, or form. Am I getting mm-hmm. that correct? Is oh, that- you're getting it. You're getting it correct. Listen, this is from this is what Mark Bradley wrote in the Atlanta Journal Constitution today. Um, not since the morning of January 10th has Smart been made available to the media. He this? offered wait, he I'm offered sorry. a statement in the wake of the January 15th crash but he smart has not answered questions about his program. Then he said he, he talked about the statement that Kirby Smart issued uh for Jalen Carter and he said Smart deemed them deeply concerning. They led us to wonder what's going on over there. <laughs> that was Mark Bradley in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution today. Kirby Smart has not been made available to the media okay. to answer questions. Listen, Kirby Smart, two members of his program died tragically in an accident mm-hmm. on, on January 15th. Tragically. Yes. yes. And the do you do you think that Kirby Smart has not been answering questions in his athletic department? To his family, to those 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 programs uh, members, family, to all mm-hmm. of the people that he cares about, mm-hmm. that that are looking to him for leadership. Oh, you mean the you people be, that actually matter? That abs- actually matter. You oh, he has been made well. available to them, Mark. Absolutely. He's been made available on a constant basis to 100%. everyone who matters, Mark. Hundred percent. And just to clarify, you, Mark, and me. And and ninety nine point nine percent of the people listening to this podcast do not fall into the category of people who actually matter when it comes to an event like this, an event that your media outlet wanted to portray 
in terms of some sort of shady behavior and some sort of, by the way, the tragedy when two young people lost their lives that you tried to drag their name through the mud mm-hmm. uh, before the before the casket was even closed. Correct. Um, I mean, this is the same. So this is the same newspaper that not that not only reported where uh, where the the people who died tragically what where they had left from that evening before mm-hmm. their fatal accident which in 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 all honesty good on them to me like investigate write your stories but these people went the next weekend yep. and staked out here we are here we <laughs> and go and staked out a location like TMZ paparazzi when two people are already dead when yeah. people are dealing with this situation all right they go and send two uh reporters to actually i i guess i guess they sat across the street in an unmarked car with binoculars i don't know what's it's, like it's literally like a kramer and newman situation they're just across the street absolutely absolutely and so at the end of the day there there is absolutely a place for honest good intended investigative journalism in this world mm-hmm. what the atlanta journal constitution is doing right now is not that it's not it's even not close that. to that it's not even close no and let's yeah. talk about this can we talk about we can talk about this maybe in the second segment yeah but, let's let's yeah. let's hold to the second segment um uh all right ajc you're the worst we're not finished with you we'll come back <laughs> But let me tell you who else we're not finished with. Today's episode brought to you by the fine folks over at FanDuel. We love FanDuel. It is March Madness. It's March. John, happy March. Man. We've made it to March. It's one of the greatest months of the 14. year, not only because it includes March Madness, but it means the, the Masters is right around the corner. The NBA season is in full swing. There is tons to bet on. And FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is the place that you need to go to make all of those wagers. Because at FanDuel, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back in your account if your bet doesn't win. If your bet does win, you get cold, hard cash in your account. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And then bet on every Everything you love from March Madness to the NBA season. Um, they've got all sorts of different bets that you can make on NBA. You get uh, two three pointers scored in the first three minutes of the game. You got player props. You can include uh, point spreads, money lines, um, uh, most points scored, all of that stuff. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with same game parlays. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the uh, the web address right there, fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and the official sports book of the Locked On Bulldogs. All right, John, I cut you off before the break because yeah. I had to pay the bills. Um, uh, go ahead. Let's talk about so let's so let's talk about the integrity of the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Oh, I, I'm done. not sure. I'm sorry. Not, and the absolutely. conversation ended abruptly. I'm not sure when. I'm not sure when they received the information that they reported yesterday. But there was something happening yesterday. Yesterday 
was the beginning was the media availability for mm-hmm. the NFL combine. That's right. Yeah. Indianapolis. Jalen Carter. There. Yep. Indianapolis. Jalen Carter was there. Jalen yep. Carter was scheduled to meet with the media to answer questions. Mm-hmm. Just so happens. I mean, Daniel, total coincidence. The AJC just, just happened to get this information. Just happened to get it. Just happened yeah. to get it and happened to ha- happen to run the story on a Wednesday morning. It's also a total coincidence just, that whenever programs have bad news to release about their program. They release it at at Friday at five o'clock. That just it's just total coincidence. Just so happens. It just that so that's happens the way it worked. It out. just so happens. So at the end of the day, you know, for me, how they started this investigation into this, uh, how the AJC started it, and then when they've chosen to release information is absolutely um, nothing short of of gutless and cowardly, in my opinion. Run the story. I mean, let's go. If you if you have information, if you have the story, run the story. But to sit on it and try to maximize their clicks, maximize their eyeballs, absolutely is absolutely. Um, especially when two people die. I mean, this isn't you know. At the end of the day, um, there are you know. I I think when it comes to this type of journalism, there there's times when it's like, all right, this this person, you know has issues going on. Let's try a gotcha moment. Let's figure it like that stuff happens. Two people tragically died in an accident. And you're trying to get clicks. And you're shamelessly trying trying to get clicks. clicks. It's uh, Mark Bradley, Chip Towers, open invite to come on the pod and attempt to defend yourself. I would love it. I, I want to know. I need the media to be available to me so that I can ask them when Please. they learned when they learned this information, how long they sat on it before they decided to write the story on the day that Jalen Carter was going to go in front of the media. What other information are they sitting on that they're going to string out over the next two to three weeks as Jalen Carter gets ready for the NFL draft? Um, just, so just, that Devin, just so yeah. that Devin and Chandler's parents can have to suffer more again yeah, later. Just let's drag it out. Please, let's, let's just, just drag it out. Let's do that. Um, uh, listen, the narrative and we'll get to, we'll get to exactly by the way, what, what was the, the news that was broken by the AJC, uh, in just a second. But let me just end, end the conversation about them, how despicable the media is as a member of the media, apparently, um, the idea that anyone owes the media anything in sports is insane it's it's so ludicrously laughable literally like it 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 has no grounding in any sort of reality whatsoever you're you have a job to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i commend you for doing your job i also have a job to do and I'm out here trying to do my job as well. Sometimes your job is easy, and sometimes your job is hard. It's sort of like most other jobs in the world. The fact that you believe that your job should always be made easy by mm. other people mm. shows me that you have sort of lost touch with what it feels like to have an other job, like a real job, Correct. like a real person's Correct. job. Because if you think that Kirby Smart owes you an explanation for this, just so that you can have an easier time writing your story and getting your clicks and and keeping your subscribers, mm-hmm. then that's a you problem. 
like that's not what is reality. Reality is that you have a job to do, and the job the AJC has done, they've done all this work. They have dragged this thing out. They have made a stab at breaking some news that, you know, is going to try to sabotage a person's career as well as, you know, rehash, you know, the tragic events uh, where two people lost their lives. And they did it all because, John, Jalen Carter has been charged with two traffic misdemeanors. He has been charged by the police. Yes. With two misdemeanors. Yes. And that is the end of the list of things that the AJC has reported to us. Correct. Correct. Two tickets have been issued. I'm not... That's not me making light of the situation or belittling the situation. That's literally what a traffic misdemeanor is. It's a ticket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so two tickets have been issued for Jalen Carter, for which he is going to have to go and answer Mm -hmm. and make right in the in the court of law or the legal system or however the thing plays out. But the idea that Jalen Carter has been charged with some sort of a connection or in any way to the tragedy that happened that night is all hearsay and it's all intentionally done by said um, journalists Mm -hmm. in an effort to shroud the facts of what they're actually presenting in a way that makes you go, ooh, is that something more than what that is? When Mm -hmm. in reality, it in fact is not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why has Kirby Smart not answered for the fact that a player (laughs) not on his team got two traffic misdemeanors charged to him? Why is that? Why is he not telling us more about that? Right. Exactly. Listen, listen, at at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, there, there is, there is. (laughs) I, so I firmly believe that in this situation, if Athens Clark County had information that was more than those two traffic misdemeanors, they have no there, there's no reason for them to not go ahead and be law enforcement and and and, and go do ahead their and, job and do their job and push charges. This didn't happen. This happened January 15th. Yeah. So we're two and a half, almost three months away from, uh, or we're almost two full months away from um, a month and a half away removed. And so at the end of the day, you know, is there a chance? Yes. The, the, the way that this process works, like, you know, like all things, all investigations, is there a chance that a solicitor general or somebody like gets this, gets more information and decides to try to, you know, upgrade charges? Yes, there is a chance that that could happen. Um, but the likelihood of that seems pretty small in in light of the seriousness of the situation where two people have died that that now somehow there's going to be more charges come to light now um the other thing is is that the way law enforcement works when there are fatalities that are not directly involved right so we'll say racing let's say like you know racing mm-hmm. somebody went off the road 
a little, you know, not direct causation, not, there wasn't an accident that happened, right? They didn't, the cars didn't hit each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but it seems like the district attorney or someone involved would consult with the victim's families and say, hey, this is the information that we have and not consult on what we should charge, but share that information if there was something related to that. And so for me, I, I, reckless, reckless driving and street racing is, I'm not trying to diminish the situation, but those two tickets, if I go get, in my 2020 Ford Explorer, gonna flex on y'all. Gonna flex on you y'all. Know. If I go get my 2020 you Ford Explorer, M Dubs, you can't hide it. He and I go and I drive over to Kennesaw to Town Center Mall parking mm, lot. We've all been there. Yeah, you want to talk yeah. about a place where it, we've all raced? Exactly. And my neighbor lines up his uh, his Subaru Forester, who which I'm gonna mm-hmm. smoke. And the we thing race, runs on granola. Yeah, and we race across that parking lot, and the police see us. They're gonna give us. Reckless driving and street racing tickets. Mm-hmm. That's what's and gonna Mark happen. Bradley, two and a half months from now, is going to write a story about <laughs> it. write a story and say I and say my uh, I guess my parents need to be made available to the media. I don't know, but well, yes. why why isn't Daniel talking more? Why <laughs> isn't Daniel talking to us about John's tickets? <laughs> but that that is what we're dealing with at this moment, and so um, it's just a it's a sad it's a sad situation to me because, like I mentioned earlier. I mean, this situation has been known for quite some time. And for the AJC to strategically release information and uh, for the parents of Devin and and Chandler, who likely knew some of this information already, to continue to spin it out and turn it out um, is just it's it's just embarrassing. I mean, yeah, let's for the AJC. It's it's embarrassing for for everyone. Um, uh, let's let's give some final thoughts. Let's wrap up the conversation. In uh, when we come back. All right, John. Um, final thoughts on this. Does Kirby have a problem at the University of Georgia? This is what's also. This is now. You know, just the the narrative is spinning. The Twitter machine is is hard at work, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure you've seen. That um, Kirby's got a, Kirby's got a mess on his hands. He's got a real problem on his hands. This is why it's it's important that he come out and talk about this mm-hmm. publicly to the media, because he has a huge he has a huge problem on his hands. Does Kirby, other than the fact that he is continuing to have to deal with the tragedy, mm-hmm. uh, an unexpected loss of life, which mm-hmm. actually is a mess and is a real problem, but is not Correct. what anybody's talking about. Um, you see any sort of problem in the uh, Kirby Smart camp here? Is this a is this a administrative failure? Is this a failure to lead properly? Is that what's going on here? How long has Kirby Smart been the head coach of the University of Georgia? It's been nigh on seven years now. Seven years, yeah, yeah. yeah. How how many of these recruiting weekends occur? How many of these? How many times are recruiting staffers giving players a ride somewhere? How many times are um, uh, kids, uh, college kids, out in Athens on a weekend night? Um, mm-hmm. Over that seven-year period, I would guess it's been a lot. I would guess countless I would numbers guess, of times. I would guess there's been countless numbers. Um, we probably could count if we counted the weekends, I guess. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, do it. But I don't know. I, I'm not good at math. I don't have that kind of time. Um, absolutely. So, you know, for me, 
when I look at this situation, um, separating tragic events, separating um, uh, issues where, you know, players, college age kids get in trouble on a college campus in a college town from time to time um, to try to, to try to push that into a systemic problem in the football program or a systemic leadership failure of Kirby smart, who was probably in his bed sleeping um, when grown over when legal age people mm-hmm. were out grown adults, uh, grown adults over the age of 18 um, uh, were out um, uh, on the college town and, um, to me, I think to stretch to stretch this situation because it is tragic. It's an absolute tragedy. Of but to stretch is. this incident that occurred over a seven year period when a guy has shown uh, to be a strong leader of a program, to be to have players who have consistently said he's made me a better man he's made me a better uh uh husband he's made me a better father but players that he that he coached at alabama all the way through georgia to act like this is some systemic issue that kirby smart has on his hands that he needs to answer for is absolutely ludicrous what i'll also point to is uh kendall milton's dad chris milton um father of ballers on twitter Mm-hmm. It's a great I would follow. Imagine, it's I a would great imagine, follow if you want yeah, to just go ahead I would, get I would imagine that a parent of a current player is probably pretty tied in. Would you think? Well, here's what I would stretch that a little further, John, and say I would imagine if there's going to be one person yeah. who's going to want to know if Kirby Smart has a problem that's going to put my son in jeopardy. Like my like, this is the most important thing that 100%. I could ever know as a parent. 100%. Is is the person who is is overseeing my son's present yeah. and future yeah. is he trustworthy? I would say Chris Milton probably falls into that camp. Absolutely. He he. Someone was speculating on Twitter today and as said they. and said the University of Georgia football is a mess right now. There's lots of explaining to do. That's what this person tweeted. And and Chris Milton, the father all the way from current, California, <laughs> the father of a current uh, UGA football player who um, could take his son out of the program and put him in the transfer portal if he felt like there was safety issues or leadership issues or any of those issues. He should do that. He, he should do he that. Should do that. And he if, and he should do that. He replied, "No, the university nor its football program is a mess." This is coming from a firsthand, all capital letters, vantage point. These are off-field issues that are happening with someone who is no longer enrolled in the University of Georgia. Georgia will be fine. That's what a current parent who cares about their kid deeply, who wants their kid to be safe, who is entrusting their kid clear across the country into the hands of Kirby Smart and his leadership of this program, um, responded today. And so when, when I saw that, you know, I, I already felt, you know, the, the answer to no, there's not an issue with, with the program, um, because of Kirby's track record, because he's been there for so long, because, you know, um, the way that he's handled situations in the past, right. I mean, the, the guy is, is a strong leader of young men. Um, and so, but when I saw that, that was immediate validation for me that if a parent is going on a public social media website <laughs> to yeah who, who who the everything that he says the media everyone else can look at and say immediately screenshotted and lives immediate, yeah take it and, and and keep it forever for him to say that was all i needed to see 
Yeah. Uh, in summary, the AJC, as long as people like this and stories like this are what they're about, the AJC does not deserve your clicks. It does not mm. deserve your patronage. It does not deserve um, any of the attention that it yeah. is being given. And so uh, do the right thing and don't talk about non-things. And if you do talk about them, talk about them in a sensible way, uh, a respectful way, and not in any way similar to the way that Mark Bradley talks about them. That's just a general rule for life. Don't Absolutely. talk about things the way that Mark Bradley talks about them. Absolutely. All right, John, I appreciate you jumping on the mics and discussing a difficult subject with us. Um, uh, Clint and John Garcia will be back tomorrow um, uh, with some recruiting news and lots more on the University of Georgia football program. And we will see you guys then.